The Red Room Theater, episode 73, Encino Man. I'm too sexy for my love, too sexy for my love, love's going to leave me. By movies. We are hosts Ernesto Alanis and Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Think about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie Encino Man and how it taught us that popularity, it's not everything. Nope. And you don't throw away a boy for a girl. Right? Damn. Right? Unless you throw away a boy for a boy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bold new world we live in, man. You ain't bullshitting. Okay. This movie was released on May 22nd, 1992. Blows my mind how old 1992. this is. 1992. We were 12 years old when this thing dropped. You're 11 years old when this drops. <laughs> Not yet. I, I remember the uh, commercials. I remember on TV, it was advertised. Didn't see it in the theater. Saw it on VHS after the fact. I think VHS, HBO, one of the two. But when it when it came out, watched it all the time. Yeah, I think we we well what we did was we taped it. We taped it on off VHS H- off of HBO and watched it like crazy. I mean, like that tape was so jacked, dude. I haven't seen that movie in twenty years, and I remembered complete scenes from the movie. It's been twenty years since you watched it. Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen this. Man, movie. I've, I watched this shit a couple like probably last year. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, dude. it was on Netflix for a minute. Was it? Yeah, that's what I, I watched. It. I didn't see it. Well, this movie directed by a guy named Les Mayfield. This poor guy has done movies that didn't go too great. He did uh, Flubber, Oof. Robin Williams. He did Blue Streak. Yeah, is that Martin Lawrence? Yeah. That movie's badass. Is that the one where he hides the crap in the warehouse, goes to jail, yeah, and gets it, out, and it's a police station? Yeah, it was, it was a police station under construction, and he gets out, and he didn't know. He knew where it was at. <laughs> that's right. He's got to become a cop to get back he to his become, stuff. He, he's a federale. <laughs> That movie's so... Actually, that movie's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Martin Lawrence, so... Dude, love Martin Lawrence. Dude, what's Martin Even Lawrence's... Black Knight was awesome. Oh, my gosh, Tony. What's your favorite Martin Lawrence movie? What do you think? Um, I think it's nothing to lose, dude. Yeah, probably. That, yeah, movie's, it, that it, movie's... It's so good. It's got a message. It's, it's got, got I mean, a it's, mad heart. And it's got that scene where they're getting ready to rob the store, and he, they got the light, the flashlight with the radio, AMF radio, and he's like... Man, you can listen to the music with the lights on, boy. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Um, that so, movie. Remember Scatman was in that movie? Yes. <laughs> but uh, this movie won an award, a Razzie Award. Now, the Razzie's. How long has the Razzie's been around? Apparently a long time. Jeez. The Razzie's are awards for the worst movies of the year. And this movie was nominated and won for worst new star, Pauly Shore. Bullshit. <laughs> Pauly Shore is. Awesome. He's not. He's he's kind of got one note, dude. Whatever. So you can say the same thing for Jack Nicholson. No, dude. Well, maybe not extreme, but it's pretty wait, much. Wait. He's pretty much Jack, but, bro. Listen, it's a great note. Denzel's got kind of one note, and it's a great note. Yeah. The proud black man. It's a good note he's got. I don't know. He's. I feel like he's got more than one note. <laughs> Denzel, I just watched Equalizer 2, even though that might be his note. His, <laughs> that's, 
He's badass, dude. Man on Fire is still one of my favorite movies of all time. It's it's one of the best. Okay, back to Paulie Shore. <laughs> so he wins a He Razzie. does have one fucking thing, though. And uh, the plot of this movie is it's a classic. Yeah. And I feel back, this movie pigeonholed Brendan Fraser for a while. For a uh, while? He gets stuck in this guy. Okay, so um, we'll get to that. The movie's about two guys in high school. Sean Nerds. Pauly Shore. And they want to be cool. Their look, dream. Their look, dream. Sean Austin wants to be cool. So, Pauly Shore, Shore is just content with just being. He just, I got a friend. He's just going. Dude, he's awesome in this movie, dude. He's just him. The reason he's so badass is because he don't give a shit. He's him. He's himself. Right. He's a, he's a free spirit. I know people like this. I mean, he's I, just, I do know people like he's this. He's just like, whatever, man. I'm doing me. I'm having a good time with life, dude. He's carefree. He's awesome, dude. He has a blast with everything he does. So, so Sean's supposed to be cool. Finds a caveman in his backyard. A caveman encased in ice. He's digging a pool because he thinks that he's going to have By hand. He's going to have a bash after prom. Dude, that opening shot where the cameras, or not opening, the second shot of the movie, was panning to that neighborhood of, uh, what is it, uh, it's not San Dimas. That's Phil and Ted. Encino? <laughs> yes. Motherfucker. Dude, I got to be up late tonight, dude. You got to no, be up late, dude? I'm it's saying, late already. I'm saying don't give me too much to edit. Okay. <laughs> what the hell do they live again? <laughs> San Dimas? Yeah, I Bill and Ted. I watched this movie called Gangs of New York. Where did they place, dude? Some great American city, dude. I think it was Compton. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it shows the, the Encino, all these beautiful houses and the pools in the back and the oh, green beautiful grass. Pools. And it's panning. It's at his house. There's no grass, dude. The pool's a, a hole full of dirt. It's brutal. But they find a caveman. And, and he, he isn't dead. He's alive. The caveman's alive. And hilarity ensues. He comes to high school with them. He's a guy out of time, so his culture and our culture and all the wackiness that happens because of it. It's, it's, it's a classic. So easy, a man can do it. It's, it's a classic man out of time kind of thing. Yes. And Brendan Fraser, poor guy, just does this like two more times, right? He does that one movie where he's. George of the Jungle? <laughs> he does George of the Jungle, that's yeah. right. There's another, one, there's another one like this where he's from like the 70s or 80s. It's the one where his family is in the bomb shelter <laughs> yeah. and they think the nukes drop. That's right, dude. Wow, was that bad. And Christopher Walken's his dad. Remember he's boiling Dr. Pepper? Man, that movie's bad. Blast from, from the, the past. past. Dude, look at that pull, dude. That is some... This is no internet, just pulling movies yeah. out of our booty right now, dude. Wow, I forgot about that. Remember he comes up to the hatch? He's looking around. I might watch that tonight just because I want to oh. Was it Alicia Silverstone? It's Alicia Silverstone, yeah. dude. Um, so here's the first question. Does the movie hold up? The movie more so nowadays is even more far-fetched. Like you're like, what the hell? But it is great. It's still it's fun. great, dude. It's a it's a teeny bopper high school movie. It is, and I love these. But I mean, it's done well. Dude, I'm telling you, like one of my favorite movies in when I was in high school, like the year I graduated, Can't Hardly Wait came out. Dude, That's like my favorite stinking movie. Some of movie. those high school movies really capture the feel of high school. That's one of them. Man. Because you got the popular kid. You got Mike, uh, Mike Dexter was the one on Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, what's his name? I didn't see no man. The bully? Yeah. Um, bully's name. I got him right here. Matt. Matt. Matt uh, what's his last name? Matt something was right about you. Um, 
he's the quintessential asshole bully, dude. First of all, his hair though was on point. His hair in nineteen ninety two. I'm saying in ninety two. I I was never cool all through high school. I never had good hair my entire high school career. Never had good hair. I dreamed of having that cool. I remember being a, a young guy, and dude, it's, uh, I feel bad saying this. I I used to be jealous of the kids with the rat tails. I'm like, I wish I, I wish no, never, <laughs> dude. I, I just thought no, you didn't. I wish I had a cool haircut. And the hillbillies down the street, they all had rat tails. Yes, I thought that, I, I I didn't know, dude. I didn't have someone telling me it was. They were cool. from Kentucky, dude. I what do I know, man? Wow. Dude, the Mexican mullet was huge in Flint, dude. I know it was. We didn't have one, though. <laughs> no, because we just had the bowl cut, dude. We did. <laughs> we did. And we had mustaches when we were 12. And the first time I tried to get a cool haircut, I went to the barber down the street for a flat top, and they gave me the tallest Joe flat top. I, I looked like Kid and Flake. You had a Will Smith high top fade? I did it. It was not even a fade. It was like, oh, it my. Was a, it was Who like, did it? Was it, was it like a zero on the sides and straight up? <laughs> <laughs> and I went to school, and Jr. just gave me crap. He called me GI Joe all day. Oh, <laughs> I went home all tore up and made mom cut it because I was so so embarrassed. Oh my goodness, dude, that hair's in now. Have you ever had a bad haircut, dude? What? You get to go to school with a bad haircut? You ever done it before? Oh yeah. What'd you have, dude? I mean, probably the same thing. Probably the Will Smith high top fade. I remember <laughs> a license when I was like, what the. F <laughs> Jeez, Will Smith dude. high top fade, dude. Oh man, but uh, I, I still, I, I watched movie. Damn I, barbers when we were young. It's a zero on the side, <laughs> straight dude. up. It's a cop haircut. In Kenslow, it was just the bowl cuts. All they did, those two old white guys. But um, ten bucks. <laughs> um, I agree. It holds up. I enjoyed it. My wife and I watched it together. We laughed. She the laughing whole time. like a mug. I mean, it's completely nineties. It's great. But I really enjoyed it. It's I'll tell you what. Even more so. I don't know why. But that scene where the earthquake hit, earthquake rumbles, and that stinking icy falls on him. I'm so uncomfortable watching that scene, dude. Just because he's in the under the sheet and this thing in red drink dude, spills all over him. I'm watching, I'm like, where's this crap coming from? Later in the movie, you see there's a big shelf above his bed. I'm like, nice. I'm like, I, I thought they're just throwing crap in the air on him, you know, from the earthquake. But then you see it. How did you not realize there was a shelf in his you room? You don't see the shelf. You don't have to see the shelf to know what fell off the shelf. I what do you thought... think? Somebody was standing outside of the frame and tossed the stick <laughs> That's of slippery exactly on That's what I thought it was, oh dude. Oh, my goodness. But later on, you see the shelf. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. They actually, it makes sense as a movie. But, so here's our cast of this film. We got the plot. Here's the cast. Sean Austin. Listen, is Aston? First, Sean... Sean Austin. First of all, is it Aston or Austin? Who There's cares? There's no U. Listen, the two U's. <laughs> Pauly Shore overshadows Sean Austin in an unbelievable way. But movie. he, in the credits, is given low billing. Do you notice that? Introducing Pauly Shore. This is his debut. Right, it's his first movie. So He's amazing. Must have been a stand-up comic doing his... Dude, because these comics grind their life out mm -hmm. trying to score the Ray Romano TV shows. All they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to... And, and a lot of these guys... Dude, John Mulani was an SNL writer, just got a TV show. It's called the John Mulani Show. Lasted like half a season. These guys try to... Who is that? Exactly. Uh. <laughs> but Seinfeld was a comic grinding it out. They turned his his comic bit into a TV show. It hits. Everyone dreams of that. All these comics try to leverage their stinking act into a TV show, and Pauly Shore did it. He had a five movie career, dude. That's it. That's. I'm thinking about it. We'll get to that. So, Sean Astin is Dave. Sean Astin's had a big big career. Has had a great career. He has. He's had 
decades of silence, but he's had a great career. Yeah. He had in the 80s Goonies, Toy Soldiers, Rudy, killing it in the 80s, dude. Yeah, he dude. was smoking it. Okay. 90s, quiet it down. Encino Man, and then it was not much of Encino Man. Rudy was 90s. Was Rudy 90s? Yeah. Early 90s, it was Encino Man and Rudy. Yeah. Killed it. Then there's quiet, and then in the 2000s, the Lord of the Rings. And he, <sighs> he rules the world with Bilbo Baggins. He is a great Bilbo Baggins. That youthful face he's got goes the distance. Yeah, well, yeah, until stinking. I forgot he is Lord of the Rings. He's he, Lord dude, of the Rings. He, that's, that's huge. That, that's, he has residuals on that money forever, dude. Yeah, forever. Until they show that stuff, uh, he's too bad. Checks. He's hilarious in 50 First Dates, dude. Who is he in 50 First he's, Dates? Uh, Drew Barrymore's brother with that lisp. <laughs> and he's like trying to work out, but he got busted for steroids. <laughs> dude, he is And he was in uh, Click. Yes, he's the he coach is. Coach with the thong, dude. Dude, he, he's had a lot of stuff. He, he's been around, but. Really brought back to the popular Too zeitgeist. Bad. He had Mem- Memphis Bell in 1990. Memphis dude. Bell was good. That yeah, a great. That crash. Oh, we're not doing Memphis Bell one these days. That's a good ass movie. That dude. movie messed me up as a kid. Um, but the, he all of a sudden was back into people. Like, Goonies is is a great film he was in. Oh my goodness. I mean, he was great in that movie. He was a kid in that movie. But Stranger Things drops. And brings him all of a sudden into the popular. He's on T-shirts now. This guy is, and his character was fantastic. He was great, dude. He he played it. He, he played was it great. so well. My stinking heart hurts because of that. I lo- I loved him in that. And you felt it. You felt you did. He's so sweet and nice. He's not gonna make he's, it. He's like. The good guy that Winona Ryder deserves to have. Yes. Like, just a good guy. Like, and, and it was like that guy that he always had a crush on her in high school, and he finally got her. It was oh, awesome. My heart. Dude, Sean Astin. And in this movie, though, I don't like him as a person. And in what? This, oh, yeah, he's a dick. His character. He he's a... Um, he's just selfish, man. He's, just he's unbelievably selfish. Dude. Everyone in his life is... The, his goal is to be cool. Yeah. And he don't care about loyalty, about friendship, about love. He all he cares about is being cool. And he literally it's crazy how he will burn anyone around him to get that. Mm-hmm. It's not an attractive quality, not at all. Um and there's moments in this movie, I he's a main character and I know he's a character arc. I don't like him, man. Um then you got Brendan Fraser as Link. He's good in this Dude. movie. Dude. He's good. Was this his first movie? I don't know. It didn't say introducing. Okay, is this before or after School Ties? This is 92. This is probably before School Ties. Yeah, I'm sure this is before. School Ties is badass. School Ties is... What school a Ties might be before movie. this. It might be before this, dude. Because that's such a smaller... The movie didn't make it big. That movie was a small, dramatic role. was a little shit in that one. Yes, he was. Um, he played the Jewish kid, right? Yeah. Oh. Badass football player. Yep. Um, does he try to hide it too? Oh yeah, man! That movie. Everybody's super racist. That's crazy, dude. Frazier, after this movie goes on, and he has a he's a he's a good comedy career, and he makes the crazy move from comedy to action, which is a hard move to make. And comedy, he had some gems. He had this, but dazzled. Dazzled was but dazzled awesome, was funny, man. dude. He had, um, so he went drama. Bro, School Ties is the same year. 
This guy blew up in 92. Oh, and he Dude. had an awesome cameo in, in the Army Now. Dude, he, he's been in every one of Pauly Shore's movies. Somewhere in the movie, he's in every one of them. Link is. Really? If you look at his, his IMDb, it's always uncredited Link. He's always somewhere in the really? scene. Link makes every movie he's in. Linkovich. Chomofsky. <laughs> I've never seen Monkey Bone. Okay, so he does drama with, with he does school ties with honors. His drama he's got a lot of movies. With honors. Too bad. With honors is amazing. I need to see it again. That's a badass time. movie, dude. He gets the girl. Yeah. Then you got his comedy, which is going to be um, Airheads, George the Jungle, Bedazzled, and Airheads is glorious, dude. Airheads is one of the most incredible rock and roll movies of all time. Is that Baldwin and Buscemi? That's Adam Sandler, bro. That is Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler's the drummer, dude. And Buscemi as well, right? Who's the third, who's the third guy? Buscemi's the uh, bass player, Rex. I thought it was Ball. It's Adam Sandler. Dude, that's an. You know what that is? It's not an Adam Sandler movie though. It's not like Adam Sandler. No, has, no, no. It's yeah. a movie he's it's, in, but it's yeah, not yeah. his movie. He is the yeah, guy. The that before is I that, ain't farting no snare drum, dude. Airheads is amazing, bro. Chris Farley makes it. Isn't that dude? There's some good people. Arnie in that Hudson's movie. in it. He's awesome, dude. Man, Fraser's got a badass career, man. Dude, that movie, he wipes his ass with the record contract. I love this guy. Dude, Ariad's <laughs> is dope, dude. Dude, then he comes out with the mummy. You think he's not going to score this movie? Then I watch the movie and I'm like, or the, the, hey, booby. <laughs> what? Is he, hey, uh, Die Hard. Booby. Baby. Bubby. <laughs> Bubby. Mm. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip of ever heard one. <laughs> I don't need Freud to tell me what's going on. Bubby. Bubby. I'm your white knight. What a dick. <laughs> that guy sucked. Just show him the watch. <laughs> you. She's like, bitch. <laughs> but uh, I watched The Mummy in the theater, and I'm like. It's a badass movie. This was, he was a good Too bad. action guy. I, I, when that shit gets under your skin, those Beatles. The Beatles. Yee. That goes right through your shoes. It was creepy. And it was fun, dude. It's a badass movie. And then he's in Journey to the Earth, which is... Who's a, the girl that's in it? Is that the girl from Rachel, Constantine? Rachel Weiss, yeah. Wow. She's awesome. And so he does one, two, and three. Does Journey to the Earth, which is all... It's the kids loved it. The kids yeah. movie. My kids loved it. It was cheesy like crap. My kids loved it. Journey 2 is going to come out. He turns it down. He gets to go back to comedy, do kids movies. Does this movie called Furry Vengeance. Ugh. With like animals that talk and him fighting like bunnies and stuff. And you know who takes Journey Part 2? The Rock? The Rock. Oof. And it becomes a massive hit. Oof. Outscores the original almost double the take-home from box office. What a dumbass. And he's been gone ever since, dude. I don't know, man. He was dope in Crash. He was dope in Crash. What a good movie he was Crash, dude. He was, he's cheating on his wife, Sandra, with that uh, black girl from The Office. Too bad. The only girl that Sandra Bullock had... Was to help name. her out. Who she treated Who like she f- treated like shit, man. All her boot bootsy bitch ass rich friends didn't have time to come help her after she busted her stinking. What'd she do? Like, broke her ankle or something? That movie's badass, bro. People say it's overrated. What? I really liked it. People man. who say that are bitch ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I gotta edit this tonight, dude. That's what happens. Wait till Sunday night, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, Crash is a masterpiece. Dude, I 
There are. It messes you up so bad because you think you know who everybody is. And yes. by the end of the movie, you're like, what? Ugh. It says racists are people and everybody's racist. I love it. Yeah. Because it's, it's like the racists are still people. They're still, even the racists, they're still humans. When you see Matt, uh, Dylan it's incredible. His dad. And he, dude, oh my gosh. Horrible. When he goes back, when Ella Cuff's trying to pull him away and he got to have that kid for that girl. That's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And then she goes from, you're the biggest piece of crap in the world to, you are my hero, and she starts hugging him. Then I, I hate that you're my hero, Holy though. It's crazy. Crap. And then you see guys who think they're all like above it all. I'm not racist. And there's, it's in them. It's in them, dude. Ryan Felipe, oh my gosh, dude. Oh it's crazy that gosh, movie is, dude. dude. The turns. It's Tony Danza. Like, that broke my heart. Dude, I love and Tony Danza. There's scenes you think you're good. The movie you think oh, this is going to be a certain kind of movie. And when all of a sudden it turns certain ways, that I don't remember crying as hard as I have in this movie yeah. in a long, long time. I don't know what scene you're talking about. Dude, because I thought I knew. And when instead of misery, there was hope, the hope was so beautiful, it, it broke my heart. Ah. Oh. And joy. I mean, just joy filled my heart. Okay, dude. let's go to the comedy, dude. <laughs> So Brendan Fraser time. has had a good career. He's had a badass career, dude. Yes. I mean, I know he's not the greatest guy right now, but I mean, he's had some decent hits in his life. Dude, listen, you don't have to stay current to have a badass career. That's dude. right. I mean, just look at Pauly Shore. Speaking <laughs> of which, Pauly Shore. Don't don't even make the mistake of doing the greatness test with me, because everybody will say, I cannot believe. That Tony likes Pauly Shore more than Dennis Quaid. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Pauly Shore has a good 10-year career. A seven-year career. Has five movies he's got. This is a Casino Man. Son-in-law. Biodome. Biodome. In the, In the Army, Army Now. now jury, jury Duty. Duty. Five. Those are his five movies, right? I can't think of anything else. Now. He, I mean, he's got a bunch of stupid things like Pauly Shore's of dead. Of those five, what are your, what's your favorite of those five? Um, I'm gonna have to say son-in-law probably. Outside of Encino Man, it's Encino Man for me, and then In the Army Now. You like In the Army Now more than Son-in-Law? Yes. Are you out of your mind? You know what's crazy? You know what movie I've seen the most of all of five of those? Biodome. That Biodome's amazing. Because it was on HBO for a Purple while. Sticky Punch. Dude, <laughs> Biodome's hilarious. It's so dumb, though. It is dumb. Who's the bad guy in Biodome? Um, the asshole from Die Hard and the asshole from Ghostbusters. Wait, it is Ghostbusters guy? And the Die Hard guy? Yeah. No, it's not those two guys. Yes. Yes, this man has no dick. It's him. He's the bad guy. He's like, what do you think? You're a rocket scientist? Yes. <laughs> and he's like hiding out in the vents and stuff? Yes. And everyone else turns to, to them? Um, I will say this. Pauly Shore was awesome in a Goofy movie. Yes, he was. He was the first. Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> Pauly Shore was a staple for a minute, dude. Son-in-law. Listen, I'm going to watch it again to give it another chance. Bro, son-in-law is awesome. Remember when... Um, what was her boyfriend's name? What was his name? Well, when she makes him get up to say something because the boyfriend's going to propose to her, then he says, I already did, and she accepted. 
And then they go out into the lobby and he punches Pauly Shore and Pauly Shore falls down. He's like, why'd you do that? <laughs> it's so funny. Because he's just like, just like that. Like in, in, uh, in Cedar Man, he's just a cool, kind of found his way in college, good, like hearted guy. Dude, son in law's badass, bro. He goes to the country. Nobody listens to country music, dude. It's so funny, dude. No, they go like Dakota or something. He brings. Not he's not brings. She brings home. Are they engaged when they comes home or no? No, she brings home as a boyfriend. No, he is a. He's the um, resident advisor, and he's alone. His mom married some other guy, and the, the she keeps marrying rich people, so they just keep like, throwing money at him to stay in school. He's been in college like seven years, does nobody wants to do, and he's just, life's a party. He doesn't have, you know, he's not close to his family or anything. He helps her find her identity because she wants to leave school, and he's like, listen, you got to give it a try. And then she kind of finds her way, and he's home alone for Thanksgiving. So she feels sorry for him, and she says, listen, you're coming home with me because she just wants to be a good friend to him. So he's trying to help her, and she, she, the boyfriend keeps trying to propose to her, and she's, like, not having it. So then finally, they're all at dinner, and he tries to propose in front of the, all the friends and family. And so she stomps on Pauly Shore's foot and says, you got to say something. So the first thing that came to mind was she's already engaged. And that's why it's cra- It's just this cra- It's awesome, dude. <laughs> and it's so funny, dude. And sticking. First of all, the movie you described to me sounds incredible. I don't remember this at all. In my mind, it's literally a fish out of water kind of movie. the last time you watched it? It's been 20 years. Listen, dude, Kelly Kapowski's in this movie, bro. Who does she play? She plays the hot girl in town. It's like... Who wants Pauly Shore? No, she doesn't. She's just the hot girl in town that's that the main girl's having um, her boyfriend's that's trying to propose to her. He's having an affair with her the whole time. No. Yeah, dude. It's an awesome movie, bro. Plus, Kelly Kapowski, Holmes. <laughs> Hot. She's like, every teenage boy is like, you know. Dude, the movie you described sounds great. It's great, bro. Dang it. You don't remember when he's got the stinking pajamas on, he looks like a pilgrim, and he's like, Steven Tyler PJs. Steven Tyler PJs. <laughs> so funny. He's going to eat a Hungry Man turkey edition for Thanksgiving, That's- and she's like, feel sorry for him. Wow, I mean, it sounds like a great movie you're describing. I'm telling you, bro, it's awesome. Okay. But then again, I'm shallow. Listen, I might end up doing a Polly Shore marathon hour report on it in the next, next episode. It's going to be badass. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. Um, okay. To Polly Shore. Punch. We get to Megan Ward as Robin Sweeney. Now, by the end of this movie, they make her a cool person. At first, I didn't like her at all in the movie. It wasn't her fault. But she, I felt like she was keeping him away because he was a nerd. Like she, like, we were good friends as kids. I want no one to know we used to be good yeah, friends. He's he's the dick about that. Remember, you could have had her. Well, she didn't get hot yet. That's true. He's That's the fair. dick. Okay. She's just fine. What do you want her to do but eat some more, dude? <laughs> so she ha- she's a few movies. She's in Joe's apartment. Remember that? <gasps> She's the one that all the roaches fall on? Yes. Where he says, I'm the drummer for shit. <laughs> yes. She comes to see him play drums. <laughs> That's her? <laughs> that movie's so bad. Dude, 
That was an MTV short. It was an MTV short that turned into a movie. It turned into a whole movie. Remember that commercial was on MTV, and it was funny, but people we thought it was because it was so gross. It's funny when it's three and a half minutes long. <laughs> right. You they turn that it- to eighty nine minutes, <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? That movie was whack. Um, and then he's she's also in PCU. Ah, Joe, you don't need her. <laughs> you got us. <gasps> she's in she's PCU. Bro, she's had a badass career. She's had three movies. That's it, Listen, dude. Two out of three ain't bad. Um, but PCU is spectacular. It's really funny. It's like has a huge cast too. I mean, after Animal House, it was the first awesome Carlos movie again. You know what? I agree with you. I Whoa, do. That, that was before old school. That was like yes. I don't think PCU got the credit, dude. Stinking no what's his name, s- dude? Gutter. Yes. Favre. Yes, dude. That movie. Stinking. It made George Clinton cool again. It, dude, I I, was I a love kid, George Clinton. I was like, this guy's awesome. Cause I'm that like, movie. Dude, I'm like, dude, that stinking dude's playing with a wedding dress on, killing it. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, but uh, Gutter is a tool. That movie's badass. I think the only one that appreciates that one is Sean O'Dell, bro. Then we got Robin Tooney, the girl that Link touched digging on at first. The Remember? one who was dark hair. Yes. Yeah. She's also at End of Days. The devil comes for, for her baby to be the Antichrist. Holy hell. Um, she's at End of Days. She's in Empire Records and Vertical <sighs> Limit. She cuts all her hair off in Empire Records. Empire Records is amazing. I can say that one again, too. It's been forever. Whoa. That movie that was dangerous for me, though. Why? Jennifer Love Hewitt ain't in it. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Why is it dangerous? It just... Why, because of Rex Manning Day? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's, it's just a lot of attraction in that film. There's a lot of... Really? Sexual energy in that movie. Am I crazy? Yeah. Bro, Renee Zellweger and... and uh, what's that girl's name? Steven Tyler. Liz Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's some scenes. That's the hottest Renee Zellweger's ever looked. <laughs> Rex Manning Day. But a Rex Manning Day, dude. That's Renee Zellweger? Yes. No, it's Hot not. Hottest she's ever been. That is like... Is she the backstabbing girl in that movie? Or no, she did someone uh, else? Ish, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, for her, was like Cameron Diaz in The Mask. Like, you can't believe it's her, because she's so beautiful. But instead of beautiful, she's like trashy and hot. Rose McGowan has a short... Do you see her random Rose McGowan in this movie? Yeah. Don't ask me about that chick. She's in Scream. I know. She, the, the, the garage door breaks her neck, remember? I understand. I know who Rose McGowan is. Why don't you... Why is this weird? She's... Oh, she's very politically active. And yeah, like, she's like feminist. To uh, she shaved power. her head. Yeah. She, she's, cra- she's out there doing her thing. Then as the bully of Michael DeLuise, as Matt, Matt, is Matt the bully? This guy is in one of, only one of the movies I can find. Wayne's World, party he, time. Excellent. He's in the back seat during the Head great. Banging. Yep, during the great. And he's also in random scenes that are great. Him and the blonde haired guy are great. Um, the, 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 the counting the numbers yes. thing, dude. It's yes. really funny. He's this he's background awesome. guy. He's, he's headbanging. And he's awesome. This is going to be his big break. Didn't play. Mm. He's also in two TV shows, though Sequest. And he's a regular on Gilmore Girls that I've never seen, but I hear it's a great TV show. Never seen it, but I, I feel like I would love it because I love that kind of stuff. Like the OC was like my favorite show you ever. Love the, you, you love what the, the OC. OC.
Is that coming on Netflix, bro? Because I've never know. seen season four. Damn. Sorry, I'm pissed dude. all over again. <laughs> Netflix, get your shit together. Then both his thugs have a little career. Uh, one of the Matt thugs is named Philip Van Horn, who's also in Swingers. Yes. And the other He was thug, the one that was named Sue. What? Remember? Yes, his, yes! His dad was a big Johnny Cash fan. <laughs> that's right, dude! <laughs> and then other, the other uh, thug that's his, his buddy ends up becoming, in the season eight of MacGyver, plays MacGyver's son. Really? The last season of MacGyver, MacGyver found out he had a kid, which my, which my wife hated. Angie, when that happened, she's like, MacGyver would never have a bastard son. <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson had a kid? Yes, MacGyver had a kid. Jeez. And like, he, he didn't know about it and found the kid, and Angie was so morally like, like indignant. I have a feeling this is going to be the story of my life, dude. <laughs> 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 she didn't tell me. Oh, shoot, dude. <laughs> uh, kids, this is your, your nephew. He's 14. <laughs> <laughs> Why we never met him? Ah, man. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and then the teacher who's teaching about Cro-Magnon Man. Is awesome. He is great. Groundhog's Day. He I is- set that anywhere. <laughs> They're in the drunk guys in the car, remember? Yes. That's, the train. Train. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. Um, also in the burbs. Oh, he's incredible in the burbs. He's great. I, the best part is when he's like, <laughs> and there's these uh, these frozen things in the water. You know, they're floating around. What are they called? Uh, and he points at the bully and he's like, Glaciers are glaciers. Yeah, right. And he looks at him and he's like, you weren't paying attention. Like, he's all like proud of her saying glaciers. And he's like, so these, uh, he points back at him he's like, glaciers, glaciers, right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He's also in Die Hard. Remember that? Who's he in Die Hard? He, small scene. He works for the power company. <gasps> Remember? He's, he's, yes, he's, oh, he's, he's in the up. sewer drain. Yes. He's like, I can do it from right here. I, I, I got it. <laughs> dude, he's stupid. Dude. Shut yeah. down the power. He calls, I need to tear down grid four seven. I just do it now. <laughs> That's <laughs> he, right. He is a good, he's a fun he's little actor. So awesome in the burbs, dude. Dude. So you have, we uh, will do the burbs. You have this great little cast in this. Bro, movie. the cast is pretty awesome. Dude, I, they they sell the movie. They elevate the movie from being crappy to being it it's not full on last test of time. It there's nostalgia in it, but you know what? It aged decently. It did, dude. I my favorite. Is when they're in the sneak uh, convenience store, and he's like, got a banana, and he's like, listen, here in the good old U.S. of A., we have the four food groups, and Link, this is not one of them. <laughs> and I remember when they're at the corn nuts, I'm just like, oh, corn nuts. Dude, I thought oh, of you when I saw the corn man. nuts. That was your go-to snack dude, all was. through kids, dude. Too bad. I, I, dude, I still eat corn nuts, bro. Do I you? I love corn nuts. Them things are called the filling takers, bro. Dude, they get in, with, the in the dick in your teeth? He's like. <laughs> I, you know what? After popcorn and corn nuts, I floss. You have to. Because they get up Otherwise, in your gums. Your, your tongue is playing with your teeth. You're, you're in there. Try to just licking the shit out of that molar. Like, get out of there. Dude, I'm trying to use pencil leads before I get it out. You're like, it's like you're, you're literally like your tongue is like you're Al Pacino. I become like, get out of here. Get out of here. And that popcorn's like, I'm in the dog. <laughs> Get out of here! I'm fucking Colonel's hanging on, dude. <laughs> dude, 
I literally become like a monkey natural discovery or discovery channel. It's like, and they can use two. I'm grabbing whatever I can use as a tool to get in my teeth, trying to get that thing out. I'm telling you. Pencil. I'll use a knife, and you're just like. I have the little plastic end of a sticking shoelace. Like. <laughs> <laughs> now. Encino Man, it's great. First of all, that community store is one of our best, biggest laughs in the no movie. No wheezing the juice, bro. No we Dude, first it's of all, the funniest. have you ever wheezed the juice? Hell no, dude. It's I've dreamed about it, I dude. Have. I, I mean, I've, I've stood back and looked at them. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I, like, you have that thought, like, do I become a legend today? <laughs> Doing this and then you and then you gotta you gotta scan the room and you gotta be like, can I take this guy that's working here, dude? We had no 7-Elevens up in north or northern Michigan. We're up in Flint, and every 7-Eleven closed because it got robbed so much in the city of Flint. Shh, you can up. go and see where they used to be. That all over the well, town. Yeah, they turned most of them into a party store. But a lot of them are empty. Like there's one yeah. on um, by Grandma's house, empty. Still. Yeah, Center Road one. Yeah, yeah, Center Road and Leith, right there. Yeah, it's but closed. there's one. There's also one on Atherton, and it's turned into a party store now. Okay, is it now? We don't have some. We don't have slushies up here. We don't have uh, Slurpees. We got Speedway Slurpees though. Speedway has saved my life. They've no, they got great Slurpees, dude. Here's, here's, here's a free one for you guys. This is what I do. This is how I eat my Slurpees. My slushies. Sorry, don't wanna. I go to Stinkin' Speedway, get a Stinkin' Slushie. Usually Coke Red. That's my go-to flavor. Coke Red, there's no other one. My kids go Mountain Dew, Blue, Red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go. They'll grow up one day. Buy it. Don't get a straw. I buy it with a cap all the way to the top. You know, because mm -hmm. when I first got married, here's the one for you. I, I asked my wife to go get a slurpee because I was driving. And, and so she goes in the so I already I, know you're an asshole. <laughs> she comes out. And my slurpee, and I'm like, what is this? Because she literally filled it before she put the top on, yeah, and, then she put the and top it on. settled. Yeah. So it's literally like, yeah, like there's a quarter of it gone. Like there's a quarter <laughs> of empty cup. And I'm like, it's not how you do a Slurpee. And I'm, I'm You're so like, babe, you just wasted about twenty eight cents. <laughs> I'm so condescending. I'm like, you've never done this before. Like I'm just, and I'm like, what a you put dick. the cap on first, then fill it Listen, all the way you, and tap it twice. Shit. Yes, and fill it some more. Yes. I, I want Slurpee to come out of the top of the straw when I put it in that Dang you know straight, dude. And it comes out around the straw because it's too it's quick. Well, I go fill that bad boy up, right? I fill it up, right? I tap it, fill up. I drive straight home, and I put it in the freezer. I wait overnight. Next day, I think and take a spoon and attack that slushy, and I, I, I love it. Listen. What the f***? <laughs> I'm just telling you. If you're out there and you enjoy... Creating okay. shavings let me, of let me slushy tell you, for yourself. Let me tell this you is about, a way to go for how to make a slushy meat. Let me tell you, my buddy James Ferrance, he used to work with me at Flagstar, taught me. <laughs> when we were rolling to a couple different branches and shutting these branches I, I, I don't even know what we're doing right now. We, we go to Speedway, right? And okay. he says to me, you like Red Bulls, don't you? I said, I fucking love Red Bulls. You kidding me? Red Bull, hell yeah. And he says, you ever had a Red Bull slushy? And I go, no. And he goes, demonstrate. Takes his Coke and his Red. Fills it up about halfway. Cracks open a Red Bull. Pours it on top, which brings it down a little. Yes. Fills Melts more. it. Yeah. Fills it more. Then he on the top. Drizzles. The, and the Red Bull ends up settling, but it kind of wet. It's, it's going through the whole thing. Yes. So then he takes a straw and he mixes it up really good. And he puts the top on. You know, taps it off. And you bring the can, of course. Don't be a fucking loser-ass thief. Bring the can up. And they're looking at you like... Oh, they're going to give you 10 cents? No, 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 no. I, you know, listen, the, the Red Bull's in here. I'm not that guy. 
<laughs> I mean, if you want to be a G, you go up there, you get a dime bag for drinking a Red Bull. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, so what, initially what you have is an energy slushy. Is it good? What? It's fantastic. Dang it, Tony. It's literally like the Newsboys movie. When he think, when he's trying to get the America's Funniest Home Videotape, and then he gets the clown blues in the pants, and he's like, "This is fantastic." <laughs> and that's how you feel when this shit's. You're sl- oh, I'm telling you, man. Tony, I think your life hack's better than my life hack. Listen, I know. Dang it, dude. <laughs> I, we try. Oh, take this, dude. Listen, this is why you do this. We were so ghetto growing up. We were so we enjoyed the finer things in life, which meant Kool Aid. Dude, we used to take a full cup of Kool Aid. Red like a mug, and stick it in the put freezer. it in the freezer, and it had to go. Like if you were lucky, you'd have a couple extra ones, so you could take one after it's been in only for a couple hours. Then you break through that top layer, yes. and you have the slushy juice, and you eat it with a spoon. But if you go overnight, you scrape shavings of Kool Aid, and you're munching on that mug, dude. And that's why I still love doing this day because I think back to childhood. Listen, then do it with Kool-Aid. Don't do it with a slushy. Uh, it's do, it's slushy. Slushy's meant to be. That's just like saying, I bought a Oreo Blizzard. I'm going to throw it in the freezer No, that's, that's, that's blasphemous. Now it's rock hard. That's, no, no, that's, you don't do that. You don't put a Blizzard in the freezer. No, not unless you buy two because they're two for one. No, they're not. No, I'm saying if they were two for one, okay. you put one in the freezer, but Even it's then, for a couple hours. It doesn't taste good because it's, it's all rock hard. I'm saying. Listen, you want to do it for the meantime. Slushy's different. Listen, slushy. Slushy's water-based, not milk-based. Okay, keep going. <laughs> you got me. So, because it's water-based, the way it breaks apart, ice cream doesn't, milk does not break, milk does not freeze well. It doesn't shave well. It doesn't shave off well. So what you're saying is, Oreo Blizzard does a body good, but Slurpees <laughs> belong in the freezer overnight. That's right. We learn a lot. Okay. And this is why men are eternal children. Because I'm excited as f- <laughs> about trying this. I was like, in my mind, it's a rock hard freezer, freezy, in the fridge, and you're like, it's ruined. But now I'm like, the reality is, this is fantastic. And if worse comes to worse, just buy two, drink the one, and the one's there for after work tomorrow when you come home. Damn, bro. That's some gospel, dude. <laughs> you're so stupid. Hashtag no. that'll preach. Um, so. <laughs> Also in the mini March scene, though, is the two un- amazing like, Indian guys. They're just random Indian guys, and their most of the lines are off camera. You see oh, their makes face it hilarious. like one time or twice. You see them like twice, and they just give each other that look like what the. F-? And they have this. We, for, I love it. Like, no, we, no, 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 Mr. Stoney. We have quoted their lines. This one scene, our entire lives. Yes, one oh. minute, two <laughs> minute, one and a half minute. <laughs> He puts the burrito in. Oh, man. Eats it. He's like, of course. No, listen. Then they're arguing. And then he's like, which one is it? One and a half minute. Because they're in. arguing whether it's one or two. Puts it 90 puts seconds. It for 90 seconds. And he's thinking, takes a bite. Figures. <laughs> hot on the outside. High school in the middle. Two minutes. It is funny, dude. And hey, hey, equal. You gotta be equal. Too bad to this day that burrito looks good, dude. Damn. We always say we we, we got argument. We always do the one the one minute, one and a half minute, two minute joke. We just do it all the time. Man, just like like I don't know why. I don't know where I got this from, but my spaghettios I need so hot, like I mean bo- almost boiling hot, 
and I got a like I wanted the last scoop of spaghetti to be hot as hell. Wow. Yeah, dude. So I'm kind of indifferent about the burritos because if you go too hot, they dry out. They dry out bad. Yeah, it has to be perfect. Yes. Just like like when mom makes popcorn, it's unbelievably perfect. Stove top popcorn, it's unbelievably perfect. I try to make that shit. I got hard ass kernels, burn half that shit. Damn. So you got to have the magic touch. Now this movie brings to uh, a good point we need to bring up before we move on, and that's this. <sighs> no, we think that. Okay, my children recently watched the original Star Wars trilogy, episodes four, five, and six. Okay. They loved it. They okay. loved it, as well they should. End of six happens. Vader grabs the Emperor, throws him, all, and my daughter cheers that Vader isn't all, that the son brings the father back to goodness. Because the whole movie, she is scared that Luke's going to turn to the dark side. She's really horrified about this, okay? The Death Star is destroyed. Everyone meets on, on Endor, the, the moon of Endor. And there's a, the Ewok song playing. It's ending, movie's ending. But I'm watching, and it's not the Ewok song anymore. Because Luke has changed it. Remember the old Ewok song? Deep dop. Yeah. Beat up. Deep back. They did not change it. Yeah, it's, it's gone. It doesn't exist in the movie anymore. <sighs> Lucas removed it. Dude, then he looks over into the ghosts, right? It's Yoda and ben. it's old Ben. Yep. And the third one appears and it's Hayden Christensen. <laughs> My daughter goes, Daddy, who's that? Because she's never you, seen did you the look prequels. At her, did you look at her with a straight face and say, he sees dead people? <laughs> they took out old Vader. Oh, no, that's a different kid. Yeah. Took out, they took out old Vader and put in Hayden Christensen. What the fuck? And my kids didn't know what happened. Lucas hurt the integrity of the original trilogy. And you know what? Years before this, Lucas said he was at the front of a movement to save old Hollywood films. Because these movies exist in these canisters and the films are degrading. And he led a charge to digitize all these old films before they were lost to history. Like, did you know that The Late Show with Johnny Carson lost years of the original shows because they re-recorded over the film oh. and lost that history. It's gone forever. And Sino Man, because it wasn't a huge hit, it was only 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Only 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez. We got crapped on. The studio didn't think there was a need. No one wanted to watch it, so they didn't digitize it for a long time. When they finally did, there was some original, the original still they had. The master was a little corrupted, and they lost a scene from the movie. They didn't lose a scene. They lost a line. But they, also the shot. They lost that pull away outside the house yeah. wide shot. Because there's a wrestling scene where they're watching uh, the WrestleMania and they're throwing to the round. That's teaching him how to fight. Right. To protect himself. Because he got Matt punched him in his face. Because he got stinking played. Dude. Matt, dude. So okay, here's, the, here's what happens in the movie. Like, he, comes out of, he comes out of Thaw. We'll get, okay, wait. Basically, the boy doesn't like him because he's becoming cool in school. Everybody, because he's different. And he's unashamed of yes, with he's that. Yes, he's just a man. He's, he's, which is why Pauly Shore is awesome, but this guy knows how to do it right. Right. Um... So he is punched in the face for everybody, but takes it, which is awesome. And uh, 
In fact, he's trying to fight. And there's a scene where in the original movie, and I remember this my whole life. Dude, Derek on our Facebook page yes, quoted the line. I know, and I, thought, I didn't have the heart to tell him it's not in the movie. He has probably showing his shoulders, does a twirl, and jumps him off his shoulders. Throws him off his shoulders. And the camera's outside. You see him go off the shoulders in the window. Don't see him hit the ground. You just hear him hit the ground. You hear at the ground outside, and you hear him enter a line. You're outside the house looking in. Like, the camera's looking at the yes. house, and you hear the line. Ow, my pancreas. And I remember, I, I, it's a, I've core that line my you, entire life. Like, that, the funniest parts of the movie you don't even see. When that scene ended, I was like, what is going on? What happened? In the transfer, oh. they must, it must have been corrupted or something, and they cut it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping some George Lucas wannabe didn't think, oh, that's a bad joke, I'll just cut it. And listen, these George Lucas guys who are going back to their old movies and changing them, you know, E.T. has added footage now? So you see what E.T. in the bathtub, completely digital. It's stupid. You want the puppet all freaky and yeah. scary looking, dude. You want that thing. They go back and take with these old movies and change the reality of them. They should be kicked in the nuts. I just hope. I'm pissed. Dude, they. I, if I seen that shit at the end of Star Wars 6, I'd be like a livid. I went to Chris Canoe's house last week and Return of the Jedi again. And the last scene comes on and the, the real song starts. I'm like, Chris, what is this? How do you have the real song? He goes, these are the stinking VHS tapes of the original trilogy. I bought it. Before they change everything, and I've never bought any other and any, and any of the new versions because every version Lucas releases, he changes more. He's dead. added stuff four times now, dude. When Vader grabs the Emperor, uh -huh. remember at the end of Part Three where Vader comes off that table at the very end, yeah, and he's like, "No," remember that? Yes. And people in the theater laughed. Yeah, they put the same "No" into Return of the Jedi when he grabs the Emperor. No, it grabs him and then throws him. Lucas is an insane tyrant. People complain about Donald Trump. Lucas is a danger to America. I didn't know we were going here tonight. I can't, I can't mentally handle this. <laughs> Shoot, dude. I might have crossed the line. But um, I, I, I compared Jesus to Putin this morning. So what are you going to do? What, what, what more can you do in a day? True story you did. <laughs> But uh, not really listen to the sermon. It makes sense if you hear it. Okay, so love the movie. Sad to see the movie wasn't preserved in its fullness. But it is in our hearts. It's in our hearts. And you know and what? we still say that shit. We still say the line, dude. And it's, it's funny. The movie is funny. Now, before we get to Raise Us Wrong, Raise Us Right, let me say something real quick. To those who love the podcast... We, want, we have some gifts for you this month. We're just, we just, we're in a good mood. We're just, we miss you guys. We're a week, a week late on the podcast. Last week was Labor Day. Tony and I just had people, had plans over. I had guests over from out of town. We're a week late on the podcast. And because we love you so much, we're going to do. For the month of stinking September, we're giving you a special podcast extra for nothing because we like you so much. Yes. We've, Encino Man won the vote. Because we like you so much, we're going to do Soymer and Axe Murder anyway for free. Yes, we are. In two weeks, you have an extra podcast in your feed, So I Married an Axe Murder. You're welcome. I'm pretty excited, too. It's going to be, dude, I, I started watching it the other day. I'm 30 minutes in. It's hilarious. Is it amazing? Yes. It's, it's Mike he, he Myers. Did the what, white, he did the white clumps, dude. 
<laughs> he plays his dad. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude. Okay, so anyways, um, so if you like the podcast and you're like, you know what, I love this show, you got to keep us on the air. We have no – I listen to some guys, and they have, like, four or five different, like, uh, uh, sponsors. I like to fast forward to get to the show, and I, I get annoyed because they have they've, they've, uh, advertising at the beginning, in the middle, at the end. We got nothing. There's no fat on this stinking episode. We give you the fullness, but we need your help to bring it. If you like the show, we ask to give you a dollar a month. One dollar an episode is all we ask for. As cool. my homeboy Stephen Ball told my told all our homies, it's one McChicken a month. One McChicken. You can do it. And you know what? Thanks to Stephen Ball for giving a dollar this month, dude. You're the man. Brand new, brand new patron, patron coming up, giving a dollar a month, dude. Weenie, you the man, dude. You the, the man. man. You the man, dude. The man. So... Patreon.com slash Red Rum Tray. You can give a dollar a month and help us get our next goal, which when we get to $100 a month, we're, we're more than halfway there. When we get there, we'll be two podcasts every month all the time, and we will love life. Okay. With that said, raised us wrong and raised us right. First of all, raised us right. Well, these kind of both raised us right because we both, we, we saw this and didn't like it. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is seeing this movie, even watching it today as a grown man, broke my heart. Made me angry. It broke my heart, dude. There's a scene, and you know we've all been there. Yeah. You uh, listen. Were you ever not cool, dude? I I was in the fucking marching band, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> dude, you, the band was so big at our school, though. You yeah, had a yeah, yeah. you had a built-in gang out there, dude. It's true. <laughs> we we did have about ten guys that would beat the shit out of the guys in the football team. Right. I mean, I I was in the marching with the Sanzig twins. And Jamel. You guys were killers, dude. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. Have you ever been asked by a girl to tell a guy she liked him or something, deliver a note, and you dug the girl? Have it happened to you? Yes. It's the worst, dude. Happened to me twice, dude. There was a girl in high school that I dug a little bit, and at church one day she said, can you go ask him if he likes me? And I'm such a purse-carrying guy. For I'm that, I'm that, I was that guy. We both were. I was like, okay. And inside, I was like, <laughs> so now I'm a piece of shit. And I walked over and like, do you like her? I'll tell you what it is after after the thing. Dude, you'll blow, it'll blow your mind. I think I know what it is. No, no way you know. But if you do, I'll be pumped. Both their names start with J. Both of them start with J. Ah. <laughs> okay, but so it wasn't what I was thinking of. So. I think in this movie, Robin starts falling, thinks Link is cool because Link just Link is, is new. He's new. Different. And you know what? He doesn't care what anyone thinks about him. He's just being him. And that, that, that confidence is attractive. Yes. Straight up. I've learned as a man, confidence is attractive. Listen, a chick can't dig somebody who doesn't dig themselves. You've got to love yourself. I mean, I'm not trying to be like one of these stinking... I'm beautiful, but I in mean, every you, single way, I mean, every curve. <laughs> but I mean, you have to love yourself, dude. You have to. But uh, when he finds you out, you gotta be like, um, what's the average Joe's gym? Yes, <laughs> it's literally like he finds out that she wants to go with prom with Link. He takes Link out to the woods to let him go, like a dog. Well, he is kind of their wild animal. But what's crazy is he. Literally brings him into their life, and his whole goal the whole time is to use him to get cool. That's his whole plan. Yeah. 
And Paul shows right. When it turned against him, he wants to walk away. Mm-hmm. That's Paul Shore like does a whole speech. It's how incredible. You bag on your friends just because things aren't going your way, and he's like, "Well, you didn't even want, you know, you didn't want to, uh, anything to do with this, and you made me do all the work and blah blah." And he's like, "Well, I'm here now." And he's like, "No, that's convenient." And it's like, like his real best friend is like, "Look, you're a piece of shit right now," and, and that's he what is. A, that's what a real best friend is, dude. And that scene. Just dumping your boy because a girl likes him. It hurt me, dude. Like, man. And you know what? I've had, I've seen well, it happen. it wasn't only that, though. I mean, everybody loved Link. Yes. All the cool cliques, even the nerds. That's why Link was so badass because he was part of the computer club. Yep. Part, like, he was. The hip hoppers like yeah, him. Yeah, he, dan- he would dance and have fun. I mean, he was just, Link's the shit. Sean Austin tries too hard. Yes, the and whole movie. Works. He wants, he. You know what? I was that kid a lot. In we all high. were. At one point. I I try to be. I try to. I know. It, it, I can't believe this word was so used. Remember back in the nineties, everyone used the word wigger. That's a bad word, dude. It's fucked up. <laughs> Did that word? I'm like, that, oh, that means that's these two words combined. Damn. It's like, oh, I'm a, oh, you're a migger. <laughs> Mexican. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> People were very free flowing back in the day, dude. Dude, it, I can't well, believe actually, that happened. Well, actually, the last two years is the same thing, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> we're back, baby. Yeah, dinosaur story, dude. Bing. Confederate flag's cool again. Oh man, I I, I once had a Confederate. I was in Waterford, and this truck drove by with a Confederate flag right in the middle of the big old pole they put. Of course, they bolted down. That's Waterford. Drives by me, and they honk, and I turn. I'm just walking. It's like. It's like, uh, F you, towelhead. And they drive by, and I'm like, you're dumb racist. Like, if you're racist, get the right race, dude. I know. Like, I'm not an Arab, dude. I'm Mexican. Call me a beaner or something, stupid. I hate people. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, so, watching this scene, I learned, basically, you don't sell out a brother over a woman. And you know what? In my life, I've never broken the rule. I've had girls like buddies of mine, not me. I didn't get ticked off and, and hate the guy and, and, and like sabotage their life, get mm-hmm. jealous and burn them down. I've been hurt because a girl liked a dude that was my buddy. Bro, I've had friends that talk shit about me to a girl that liked me that I liked because she didn't like him. And it's like, that's like the like worst thing you can Dude, do. Guys, you, you know guys who will literally snake a buddy in the back. Yeah, I know. That's who I'm talking about. They, they are Sean Austin, dude. Yeah. They are this character. They'll go, and because they don't get the girl, no one's going to have her. And that's crazy. Yeah, that's messed up. And this movie, seeing it, seeing a guy that wanted popular so much, it made it ugly. And I'm like, I don't want to be that. And you know what? In high school, I didn't chase popularity of the ring. I didn't, and I'm uh, in junior high. I did chase it. You didn't chase it in high school because you were your own person. Listen, the Sanzig twins told me all the time because you're you're so damn crazy. You used to wear your Aldo's apron to school and shit. I had to run my bike to work right after school. I didn't want to like. Oh, I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to put my apron in my backpack because it was going to be on my back anyway. I thought <laughs> I'd just say, "Hey, I'm going to cover myself here." <laughs> 
<laughs> you're so pumped to have a, a job. You're like, check it out, ladies. I got four twenty-five an hour, baby. Shit. I'll give you a future. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the McDonald's got... tomorrow when I got when I got you know after a, a shift can pay for our stinking combo meals. Yeah, you ain't lying, dude. Too bad. Uh, I'm gonna get my bi-weekly check. I'm going to the movies, girl. <laughs> you paying for the snacks? <laughs> but uh, you know what though? I... I've seen buddies lose a friendship over a girl. I I've have seen, seen it, it plenty I, I, times. And then they come back, hey, man, miss you. Haven't seen you in a while. F*** you. Dude, I've seen bad ones, dude. Behind the back, dude. Like I know. <sighs> man. I've never snaked a girl from a buddy, dude. I don't think I have. I'm going back to my head. I'm going to say, you know, listen. I don't think young I Young hormones are crazy. They are. I tried not to be that guy. If I was, I was up front, you know, if I said, listen, man, I like her too, so if she ain't... Game on, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> my boy Adam, no, my boy Giotti used to say all the time, Giotti used to always say, and I don't believe this, he, he always said, a boyfriend's not a wall, merely an obstacle to overcome. I was like, dang, dude, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> this salad's an obstacle for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got no room to talk. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, we were at the pizza place today, and the lady's like, you guys want a salad? I'm like, you guys want a salad? They're like, why? I'm like, I'll get a salad. <laughs> Whoa, the white horse? Yeah, the white horse got a salad. Half so like, our pizzas and shit. Dude, because I'm like, I'm going to put some salad in there to just fill it up so I don't just eat half, a whole pizza by myself. I'll put a pizza down, dude. I hate that. What? Dude, half a pizza, I'll dude. Tear a pizza up, boy. So... Learned this movie watching it. Just don't do a boy wrong because of a girl. And on the same kind of thing, we also learn popularity. You don't chase that thing down. No. You, you gotta just, you're, you're right. You gotta be who you are. And you know what's crazy? Even though we're out of high school, people still are trying to find themselves. Of course, dude. That's life. That's, how, that's the, your whole life. You get a new job. Who's cool? Who can I be around? It's nuts! It's, I'm telling you, it never... I mean, it doesn't Go matter. Go to a party! Bro, I just... I'm 36 years old, and I just started class again, and everybody's kind of pairing up. Who do I sit next to? Have you I'm seen like, it all over again? Bro, all over again. My, my new homeboy is like 46. <laughs> <laughs> we're like... We're going to be lab partners and shit, because everybody else is 18. That's I'm like, awesome. man... I guarantee as the weeks go on, more cards will be revealed, dude. I'm like, fuck this dude, man. <laughs> is, is, he, is he a white guy, dude? Whitest. Dude, he's going to be like, yeah, I used to think you guys couldn't read or nothing. <laughs> you know what? It ain't never, it's never too late, man. I'm surprised you got that high school diploma. When'd you do that? <laughs> How long you been here? Not, <laughs> <laughs> mom. Matt, college, how long have I been here? Oh, <laughs> shoot. Oh, you're so stupid. I love, I love them. So, uh, what part of Mexico is your family from? Texas. <laughs> Forever and ever, Texas. Texas. Don't mess with Texas. But, unless um, you're America and you steal it. <laughs> um, but, um, watching this movie, a um, couple things to... So, really watching this... The joy of just being yourself. The joy of carefree, like, no crazy responsibilities yet. I mean, even the, the dad is awesome. He's Stan. 
It. Yes, he, I'm like, where do I know him? I stand from yes. here, you're right. The best is when Pauly Shore is eating dinner again over the house, and he's like, he breaks it down like, if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happening in my house, I'd be eating over there. So don't tax my gig so hardcore, Krusty. <laughs> and he, he's like, get the f*** off my back, dude. You guys got a good thing going here. I want to be part of it, bro. What the f*** is wrong with you? Dude, that's crazy. And I was just sitting there like, damn, that's some deep. Hard, <laughs> quick tax my gig so hardcore, Krusty. That's the deepest shit I've heard in three years, dude. Because I'm just like, damn, I had friends like that. When I was like, can I stay for dinner? No. Nope. Oh, dude, I we... Tony, we ran. We'd be giving puppy dog eyes a fucking, you gonna invite me to dinner, dude? I smell that homemade shit. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got pop? You rich! (laughs) There's there's a couple scenes in this movie that are great. The scene in the Mexican bar is a great scene. Those dudes are so funny, dude. First of all, Mexicans, we are an emotional people. We are emotional people, dude. Are you kidding Even me? Even though it's funny, there's a little bit of a little bit of realness to the guy crying, dude. Oh, dude. When she walks out, and she ain't worded, Holmes. Dude, oh come here, oh. <laughs> dude. He's like the cheese. That's funny crap. Oh. El queso, el queso está viejo y molde. <laughs> dude, it, he's like, donde está el sanitario? Where is the bathroom, dude? That's all. Always- like, you're right, man. She ain't worth it all. <laughs> and she slaps him. Oh, man. And she's she's an attractive lady. She's pretty hot, dude. And uh, she slaps like a mug, dude. And he just looks, dude. Just, the best is when, when Pauly Shore sits down in the bar with him. And he's like, I got a couple chest hairs right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but then he's like, he's doing them shots. And he goes, wait, 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 wait. Do I got to pay for him? <laughs> dude. That movie's so... That part of that movie's hilarious. They go to that bar, dude. And Lynch just dance, and Sean won't dance with her. Just... That's the thing. Like, get out of your comfort zone. Be fun. Have a good time. A girl likes to do something, do it with her, dude. I don't care if you got to go take a hip-hop dance class. Learn how to do your thing, dude. Or hang out with Henry, dude. Then you'll learn how to dance. Dude, I mean, my wife likes musicals. I go to those once in a while with her because I know she likes it. Buzz's girlfriend. I go Oof. see like old like fifties movies that are like musical dance bike and white things, and I like, Oof. and you know what I not often but once a year I'll go to something that's awful like that and I endure it because I love my wife. To the thousands of things you make her do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. She's gonna put up all this Mario crap from me and the kids, and she's like, "Can we go see this?" I'm like, "Yeah, baby, we'll go see this." Yeah, we'll see it. Pick me up afterward. <laughs> <laughs> I went and seen Les Mis with Henry Andrew and Jeff, dude. I'm like, what the f*** is this, dude? I tried, man. I tried to be high class. I was bitching because they didn't have popcorn at a theater. Henry's like, this is a live theater, bro. I'm like, it's a theater, bro. He's Someone's like, it's not like, a movie theater. I'm like, how the hell they got wine, but they ain't got beer? He's just looking at me like, look down, look down. I know. <laughs> Back. <laughs> You're standing in your grave. <laughs> Dude, I'd be, mon- be lucky. I would have been eating corn nuts, bro. Dude, you Dude. hear little baggies. Dude, you want to hear something hilarious? We were at the wedding yesterday, and I was talking to John Hubbard about um, Quiet Place. They loved it. And I'm like, I hated it. And they're like, why? And they're, I'm like, 
because half the movie is is listening to me eat popcorn because it's the quietest movie ever. And Hubbard just goes, dude, I ordered nachos. And anytime there was any kind of scene with any kind of noise, he's like, like trying to eat the crunch out of it real quick. I'm like, you're going to put it in your mouth and let it sit. and just let it soak up and soggy. Shoot, dude. Um, what else is a great scene in this movie? Um, he doesn't even beat up the bully. He doesn't hurt the bully bad. He doesn't like tear the bully up. He headbutts him, throws yeah, him gives, in the cake. Just throws him in the cake. And the Polly Short dumps the punch <laughs> on his head. Shoosh! Dude. My favorite line. Great bully line. It, it's a, you know what? It's a pretty funny bully move. Stapling to the, the board and, leaving, and pulling the fire alarm. It's a pretty good... It's, it's not... The best is when he goes... Robin wouldn't piss on your gums if your teeth were on fire. Yes, she would. Because <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> Too bad. He's like, why do you make me do this to you? <laughs> the best when he's looking at Robin, she says, way better. And all of a sudden, his Matt's head comes in the shot. And he just, and just no. shakes his head. Dude. I said that. I'm like, that's a great gift. That's, that's a great. Because his head just comes like a like, long neck. <laughs> Not just, just shit. I don't think so, dude. It's a great head nod, dude. It's a great like way to respond to someone's text message. And then they were they were trying to explain to him what boobs were, dude. <laughs> Gonzaga's. Gonzaga's. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's awesome. Wait, oh, I was thinking something else. Um, Stikina. Uh... <laughs> Never mind, because <laughs> when you're a little boy, there's a lot of words for. Boobs, boobs, and one of them was, melons, um, guns, gazagas. Some some movie I saw. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. Kazama. No, no, no. I'm thinking. Okay, on Hocus Pocus, she goes. What do you call them? Yabos. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm one day we're in the store walking into walking. I'm a married man. I'm 30 years old. Walking around, and I look, and we're in the produce aisle. Look, and there's cassava melons, and I just started laughing. It's like what? I'm like, I didn't they, know, I don't know there were melons. I didn't know they were a real thing. I thought it was just a word for for female anatomy. So I um, was, I, I'm an infant, dude. I'm, I'm like, I'm a little kid still. You want to know about a little kid? I was in truck driver school, <laughs> and this guy was taking me, you know, driving, and he was like, "You remember that restaurant, that Mexican restaurant?" <laughs> and I go, "Chi-Chi's." He goes. Never understood why they'd name a restaurant after a pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit, dude. Oh, my God. Chee-chee. I walked into this restaurant. We were at a hotel. We go next to it. It looks like a nice restaurant. It looks like fine dining, you know, like Applebee's high class. And we pull up. High class. Applebee's <laughs> is high class. It's a little higher class than Applebee's. Maybe they get Chili's, dude. Okay, now you're talking. <laughs> but, um, Chili's is definitely high class than Applebee's. Higher. Yeah, it's higher. So we pull up there. I'm looking, and the restaurant's called Twin Peaks. There's mountains on the oh, side. Yeah, I'm looking at idiot. it. I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm like, Angie. And I'm thinking to myself, am I a pervert, or is this store perverted? Because if I'm wrong, I don't think I'm a complete perv face, you know? I'm like, Angie, I think this is one of those boob restaurants. She goes, no, look how nice it looks. I'm like, babe, there's two mountains, and it's Twin Peaks. She's like, hold on. So she pulled up her phone and pipes it in, and she's like, it's a boob restaurant. So I just put it in reverse, we drive away. And like, I'm like, 
I saved their life. <laughs> she was staring at you the whole time, like you planned this, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, chicken wings are great. <laughs> Babe, you don't know about the samurai teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh shoot. Okay, moving on. Um, other scenes that were goodness. Um, Link. Okay, Brendan Fraser does great learning the language. Great with fire. Great as a scare. The scene. In the museum, oh, he's good at acting, bro. He realizes he's, he realized what happened to him. That he's from the past. Mm -hmm. That's an emotional scene. Yeah, that's a good. That's really good. And Paul's like, we gotta go help him. Yeah. Like he's like, we got doesn't know how. Just we gotta be there for him. Yeah, that's awesome. That is a heart wrenching scene, dude. Man, it's a good one, dude. Matt, he's like, he is a caveman. He's a caveman. They're like, yeah, no, I've got pictures. <laughs> no one cares. Was like, yeah. Dude, I'm glad she dumps him, dumps him, because he's a jerk. Punk, dude. When he comes and grabs him over the wall at the road, that's brutal. I know. He's just like, what? Yeah. Pulls him, sucks him right over the sticking wall. We all know a bully like that, dude. Dude. And Link wasn't afraid. He hit Link, and he's just like, ah. He, like, he didn't understand what the hell that was. He's used to like killing, stinking saber tooth tigers and shit. And he's like, what the hell was that? You just hit me you in my face. The you remember the first time you got punched in the face? Yeah, dude. It was a crazy feeling, dude. Changed my life. Yeah, it did. First time, I mean, first time you punch someone in the face, changes your life again because you realize this is an option for me every time. Yeah. Like violence <laughs> is always an option. That's not a good hey, you thing. You know what's crazy, man? Um, you always have to think about how much you put into it. Do I, I kill somebody on accident? I have never hit someone living I have. Uh, never ever in I my life. Once. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, in the ring? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sleeping in seven seconds and I just <laughs> threw a haymaker. <laughs> Back guy dial. I'm like, I think I'm going to do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking Happy Gomer when he hits the hole in one of the part four and he's like, man, that's way easier than putting, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, you. Hit him, <laughs> wrecked everything. his yeah, life, I dude. I think he shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Cedo Man, great, great Whoa, movie. Fun great movie. movie. And you know what? In our young lives, it just was... And you know what? A lot of these teenage movies try to tell you, be who you are, but not of them do a good... good not of them don't do it well. This movie does it really well. Love it, like it, laughed at it. Fun little movie. And I loved at the end, his girl comes back, and it's great. And it's a happy ending for everybody. Yeah, and she's like randomly smoking. <laughs> like I smoking. Think it's, I think it's random, dude. I think they intended her to be attractive. I love how they got the uh, the mud boob print. <laughs> the hands in the face. <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. I love, love Polly Shore in this movie. When dude, they go to the amusement park. It's so awesome. It's so great. Well, you got him talking like you. And I love his scooter. Scooter's awesome. I mean, dude, he loves And Jeopardy. Sean Astin is, he's the kind of guy, before he changes, who would literally get cool and leave Pauly Shore in the dust. That's yeah, who he, he is. Yeah, he would. And you know what? In junior high, I was like that too. All right, there's a story I tell, dude. There's a kid I knew in Flint in elementary school, and he was kind of a nerd. And we were friends because we both had no friends. Uh, we moved up north and came back. Moved to the UP and came back to Flint. And I went to the same schools and he was there again. And I saw him and he knew me and I saw how much he was unpopular and I pretended I didn't know him. What a dick. 
I remember one day in class, someone put a tack in his suit, dude. That's how low he was on the totem pole. Why are you telling me this shit? I'm saying kids are cruel, dude, and I was a coward. Yeah, I should whip your ass for that, <laughs> dude. I want to beat my own butt sometimes as a kid, dude. Damn. But you know what? By the time I got to high school, I, I, I got past that crap, dude. And he was dead. <laughs> oh, 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 shoot, dude. You need to find that kid. I should find that kid. I should find WK. <laughs> okay, dude. All right. So. Um, weird kid, weird kid. Next month is October. It's Halloween. And so we're having a vote. And our vote between two horror films. There ain't no vote. We, we, we the prom- first we, one we is... We promised them a vote. We're going to do a vote every month. We're doing two. We'll do a vote. Mean fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and the vote is between these two movies. What's your nominee this month, Tony? I'm going to nominate the original Amityville Horror. Which is a classic. Whoa. Dude. Bro, Brolin's dad. I haven't seen the movie. James Brolin's dad, dude. I haven't seen the movie in 25 years, dude. My wife will watch watching it, and she'll leave the room because it'll scare her too Bro, badly. I don't know how we're going to do with this. It's been This a is real horror movie. I understand. Like, this is like no fucking CGI bullshit. I'll tell you what. The Nun was dope. A lot of jump scares. I was super excited because the first, like, crazy scare was just really good makeup. Oh, nice. And then the CGI showed up. Why ruin it? Like, it's, that, I would rather see Claymation. CGI ruined some of the best scenes in It, ruined some of the best scenes in The Nun. Why do they, th- are they watching the same movie we're watching? Oh, I'd rather watch the same technology that did the stake coming across the stinking counter. Dude. On Poltergeist. In the Dark Knight film, when that semi flips end over end, like they did that. Not digital. Real. I was in India. That scene happened, and the, the people gasped, gasped, because it was it, it really fit the semi under end, and it, you can see it's a real thing. You can't fake that crap, dude. No, you might kill three stuntmen, but <laughs> you get a badass shit. movie. <laughs> and my nominee for the for this from the horror month of October is the Blair Witch Project, the original. So we're gonna put the vote up after this podcast airs. You can vote for Amityville. You can vote for Blair Witch, and we will see. Why would you have to come at me with a movie that badass? Dude, they're both awesome, dude. Whoa, fuck. Dude, some people hated Blair Witch. Some people are dickheads. (laughs) Some guy's like, well, give me my dollar back, man. (laughs) you, motherfucker. (laughs) No, listen. I understand why you wouldn't like it, but it changed horror movies. It changed first-person real. It's crazy. It's it, it literally enters a new genre. And when it's good, like, listen, this movie's so... Blair Witch was so good that you lo- don't even have to see anything. Your imagination's going so crazy when you hear it. It's vivid and in your... And refuses to watch it. I don't even know why you would even make that an option for her. So, listen. The first paranormal activity I hear would it's incredible. kill you. I, it would, it I, would ruin you. That movie's so scary that me and Jesus watched it. We're, when Bob and Mike were gone, we were at the house. We watched it. Movie gets over with. We're sitting there. This is the original paranormal activity. We're sitting there. 
I wanted to see his reaction. Movie gets over with. We turn on Comedy Central. Artie Lang uncut stand-ups on. We're laughing our asses off. First commercial comes up. I go, dude, how f***ing scary was that movie? And he goes, I I'm really not trying to think about that right now, Tone. I'm really not trying to think about it. That's how scary that movie was, dude. It was, and it ends, and you're like, whoa. I watched that opening night. In full it, theater? Full, oh, my. What? It was me, Dokester, uh, Chris, and Brent Doak. Oh, wow. Jeff and Ryan Turner. That's a great crew. And we were sitting there, and Turner got, he was sitting next to the, the hoodest girls, and it was so <laughs> funny. Like, talking. I'll tell you what, though. This movie was so scary that there's, if you watch it, there's a lot of super silent quietness. And you could hear a pin drop in that theater. That's how scary it was. And like people were just like, since the Blair Witch is the first time anybody's seen anything like this. And it was like one of those movies where it gets over with and it's like, you just hear the feet walking out, dude. <laughs> so that would be a good one, too. But that's too new. It's, it's, I wonder, I wonder, so we'll do that shit in 20 years. Yep. Now, you listen to our podcast on the iTunes Podcast Store or on, the, or on Android on the Stitcher app. If you like the show, you can leave a review on any, either Stitcher or iTunes. Uh, you follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash redrumthetray and on Twitter at redrumthetray. As always, I'm Ernesto. I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater.